Welcome to Voicing Quotations, the podcast proudly brought to you by the Quotation Marks Project. I'm Levine, your host for the second episode of the Founders Series. The 10-episode series aims to feature founders of different startup companies and youth organizations with inspiring advocacies that can be sources of inspiration for the youth. Although this podcast is solely spearheaded by the Quotation Marks Project, it wouldn't be in any way possible without the support of ASEC and Miriam College, Talang Dalisay, Kabataan sa Kartilya ng Katipunan Region 1, and also Vox Populi. In this episode, we will be interviewing the founders of Securus, a youth organization dedicated to using their platform as a safe place for everyone, an environment with open arms and ears to form bonds, to bring comfort, and even to give advice. They aim to shine a light on how mental illness can affect people and to get rid of the stigma that surrounds the topic. I hope you're ready to quote because these founders are ready to voice out quotations. Hi, uh, hello, welcome to Voicing Quotations of the Quotation Marks Project. So, musta naman po araw ninyo? Well, <laughs> my day just started literally because it's like, it's four in the morning for me right now. Oh. So, yeah. I'm an international student here. International student <laughs> What about yeah, the others? Um, Chenzo, Atitoni, Musta naman. How was your day or how do you plan on no, your day going? Uh, yeah, Atitoni. <laughs> Don't call me Ate. <laughs> okay, okay. Sige, sige. Uh, oh, I slept. I barely slept. I have a dog. I have a oh. new dog and I barely slept. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, so nothing eventful from today except I guess it's my dad's birthday. So we got him a, we got him a cake and stuff. So yeah, oh. he's 43 mm-hmm. now, but he wants everyone to think he's 33. So every time <laughs> I, everyone asks my dad how old he is, I tell him, I tell them, yeah, he's, he's 33. Yeah, but you're outing him right now. So <laughs> it's like anyone will ever figure out who my dad is. Okay, so um, before we uh, start the questions that we have, um, can you introduce yourselves, Muna? Let the audience know who you are, your hobbies, interests, mga skills ninyo, things like that. Okay, um, I'll start now. Hi, In alphabetical I, order. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I am Tony Atienza, one of the executive directors of Securus. And hobbies right now, um, and I'm being a mom of a dog <laughs> it's so yeah yeah i'm sorry i bet yeah i'm very tired but yeah <laughs> hobbies i don't know i guess what's keeping me moving as of now is just netflix and um maybe just uh sports i guess yeah so you're very i uh, know i'm um, like spread out with your hobbies and things yeah i try <laughs> to make time for it <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's nice. That's nice. Um, so I can go next. Oh, so hi, my name is Bea Manlapas. I'm well. I'm one of the executive directors of Securus, and um, a few hobbies of mine include like baking, cooking, and I started. I'm practicing digital art right now. So, Ooh. 
And then I also like binge watching. That's what's keeping me going. And also, yeah, also college applications because I'm, I'm j- I don't know. I'm just excited, I guess. <laughs> That's a big thing, college. Yeah. <laughs> Much there's a lot to think about and a lot to like plan. So, yeah. <laughs> So I've heard the baking dough. It's like one of the new hobbies that's been like being taken up by like a large amount of people since quarantine started. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's like really true. But I also think it's like a good thing though, because I think that cooking is it's a life skill for me yeah. or maybe for a lot of people too. Because yeah, also who doesn't love food? Honestly, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay. Um. Last but not least. We have Genzo. Yeah, hi. So I'm Genzo, and um, I don't know. Like, uh, I guess my hobbies are. I don't know. I I I play video games a lot, and I guess like they are. I'm also like really trying to practice my digital art because uh, it's something that really interests me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I think uh, video games or like sleeping um i watch youtube more than i watch netflix oh yeah i really (laughs) so yeah so um it's kind of like scattered Mm -hmm. youtube is like once you've already started one video it's just a rabbit hole that you're gonna keep going on and on (laughs) yeah i know for sure Okay, so we can start with the questions now. Um, I hope you guys are ready because um, the people who are going to listen to this, they're going to be curious about the organization and you guys, of course. Yeah. Okay, so how would you introduce Securus to whoever is listening to this episode, like to our listeners? Well, um, yeah, like I will, um, like we have in our all of our pub mats or most of it, we try to highlight that um, Securus is a safe space or like a, a judgment-free zone, I guess, or a place where you can talk about uh, however you're feeling or whatever you want to talk about uh, for uh, people to congregate and just, I guess, build a community, uh, people who will stand behind them whenever they need uh, those people. So I guess in a nutshell, that's what it could be. But if you really need the nutshell to be smaller, just a safe space could be would you say that um, this org is much more vital these days, um, especially now that um, a lot of teens today are isolated and dinaman nila pwedeng kasama yung mga friends nila or like they can't go to places that they used to be able to go to. So um, how do you think Secures would fit into that? Well, um, yeah, I think... That's a really good uh, question because one of the reasons why um, Securus was made in the first place is because of that very reason, because people aren't as connected as they um, are able to be or it's a lot harder for uh, uh, people to interface with one another. They can't meet up. They can't uh, go to school even to meet people or... uh, towards relationships and bonds and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I guess uh, it fills the void or the it fills the need for people's social interaction between each other. That's that's very important, like you said, the social interaction. Um, I think it's one of the things that we've taken for granted before all of this started. And it's very important that um, 
we keep that closeness even if it's not physically. So uh, we know that Securus didn't start off as like the way that it is now with like um, many people reacting to your posts and sharing or um, following the page. So how did Securus come to be? Um, yeah, well, um, it, it's a long, well, not really a long story. It's kind of complicated. So mm-hmm. when it, when I first thought of the idea of you just thinking, maybe I should start something where people could hang out or like where mental health could be the focus of um, uh, of the org itself. But the problem with that was I didn't think that it really had a need. Like people didn't really need it. Like of course mental health is always important, but I felt like it wasn't as necessary as it was um, when we did start it. So I didn't do it back then. And then I brought it up to Tony who told me to go for it. <laughs> and honestly, I I didn't want to because it I felt like I was forcing myself to even before then, and I kind of felt like I regretted not doing it in the first place. Um, mm. You know, uh, starting it now would be a good opportunity. Number one, as people do need it, and um, it serves a greater purpose than just talking about mental health. Um, and then I guess, uh, so yeah, me and Tony started working on some ground up stuff like the foundation of what you would build Securus to be. And then we brought in Bea and we brought in uh, a few other people. And then we just shared all of our stuff. Like as much as we could, we invited people to like the page. We shared our posts on our own Facebook pages. And it was really, really hard to like get up and running. So um, we're really happy that it is what it is today. So it's like a group effort talaga na... Yeah, no, um, for sure. There's no <laughs> doubt. Um, we could not have done this without... Um, I, I could not have done this without uh, Tony or yeah, or uh, any of our core members or any of our members even. So really, it's... Uh, I'm really thankful for all of them that we were able to make something this uh, big. Well, it's not really big. I feel like I'm giving myself too much credit, but we built something at least, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going somewhere. Yeah, it's going somewhere. (laughs) So for um, Tony, how, what was like going on in your mind when you thought that you would encourage Chenzo to go on with this project? I don't know. Um, knowing Chenzo, it's like um, he never really says anything unless he really want. He's really passionate about it, and he really wants to do something about it. And the moment he told me about it, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's go for it." Like, we have nothing to lose, really. And it's like, um, it's for the you know, good. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's for the good. And then, um, besides that, um, his reason for starting this is to create <laughs> is to create a um an environment for people to be comfortable um in and to just 
yeah, a safe space. Um, and yeah, especially in the pandemic and where we are right now, it's really important, especially to just, you know, to just hang in there. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Going with, sorry. Same question for Bea. Like, what was the origin of this that made you, like, go up to that, um, step up to that role as well? Well, so first of all, um, I, I never anticipated or, like, expected to be part of um, an org that focuses on mental health, let alone, or, like, just to be in a very high position in an org. But... Tony first like reached out to me during my summer break. So she was asking me, hey, would you, would you, she asked if I could do like the pub mats because, because I have experience in making artworks and digital art. I said yes, because it was something I like to do. And at first I was supposed to be the creatives director actually, but, but then Chenzo and Tony said that they just, they saw that I had potential to be an executive board member. So at first I had to think about it because it's a big responsibility, you know, and especially since um, I, I'm coming from the US. So different times you have to, there are different challenges to it. Like one of the biggest one being uh, the scheduling, the time, the time zone, the difference in time zone. So yeah, but then I thought about it and like, looking at how Chenzo and Tony were super passionate about um, helping people and, you know, just educating others about mental health, which is really important. I, I decided to accept the position and I decided to like go for it. So, yeah. So it's like um, friends influencing friends, peer pressure, but yeah. in a good way. <laughs> yeah, the encourage, the amount of encouragement really inspired me. So. Like just seeing other people super passionate about something, it kind of, it drives you to, well, it drives you to be more passionate as well. And also to be more motivated to actually do something. That's true. I feel like a lot of orgs were started off by like a group of friends who were very passionate about something that they believed in. And um, through that, they were able to overcome the struggles. So speaking of struggles, um, what were the challenges that you faced and are still facing when it comes to handling Securus? Um, I think it really depends on what stage we are, we're in. Um, mm -hmm. Example, um, when we were looking for another executive director, we didn't just, we had friends. We had like a bunch of, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we have a bunch of friends. I mean, <laughs> um, we had friends, but we didn't just want to choose anyone, you know. It's, yeah, it's, we started this as, like, something fun and just a group of friends. But we wanted someone who is up for the challenge and who is as passionate um, about mental health as we are. So that's why we chose Bea. The second obstacle that we had to go through were, was, um, we were actually four. We're four founders. Um, shout out to Michaela Lakao, <laughs> who's not here right now. Um, we were just four and we had to do all of the committee tasks. So that's creatives, ad advocacy and research, um, externals. Um, we're just four of us. So that was difficult. And then after that, 
we had to do the executive core um, applications. Again, we didn't just want people who are, we didn't just want people who are competent, competent for the task, but again, passionate for mental health. And then as weeks go by, um, there was the member application. So again, <laughs> um, you know, it's, Yes, we focus on people who are competent in whatever committee or task they want to do. But it always comes down to if they're passionate about it. And that's really our main focus on choosing people. Yes. Um, as of now, um, we just finished um, one of our major projects, which is Speco, Staying Connected. We mm. opened our Discord server to the public. So, of course, that was... Uh, <laughs> that was quite difficult. But of course, we managed through it all with our executive core and of course, our, mem- our members. And yeah, right now we're just pretty, we're just chilling. We don't have much, um, you know, it's such a big project. And then now we're just trying to lay low for a while. Yeah. Tony, I think you're forgetting like one of the hardest things that we had to do when we were starting it is figuring out what the constitution would look like, number one. Like, there are things <laughs> about starting an org that you wouldn't think would be hard, but are really hard. Like, figuring out what the rules are, or um, figuring out the name, which, or the logo. Which constitution you template should we use yeah, to... Wait. <laughs> should we pick? So, like, down to the detail. Yeah, yeah, no, you have the rules to have and what... Uh, so many things. Uh, you have to know what you really want from the org and what you want to get out of the org. You know what I mean? So um, early on, those are some of the challenges that we face. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are um, common challenges when it comes to um, orgs, especially like for us, um, this partnership that's um, us, your partners, like the Qtation Marks. We also have like, Um, struggles when it comes to members Um, like there was this time that we needed someone to audition for the audio committee and there was a deadline and no one was um, stepping up for that role so um, yeah I guess that's like really one of the things that orgs experience and another thing would you say is like time management so how would you like um how do you manage your time like between school and like um, difference in time zones as well as like the org itself? Yeah. Um, the thing about um, time management, like I don't know how the, the other two do it, but the way I do it is I'm always, at least I try to be like 24 seven. I'm, um, I'm ready to take on the, whatever the org needs. Like, uh, I won't always be there, obviously, but I'll try to be there if someone asks for something or if they need something. And um, I think for some people that might work, you know, just thinking about it all the time. But for some people, it's not forever. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely more stressful than probably most other time management options, but uh, that's what worked for me. So. So um, what about for like the other two, um, Tony, Bea, what were like 
the skills that you had to acquire um, in order to keep up with everything that's going on? Well, like one of the things I tried to do was I, I tried to create like some sort of strategy for myself. So how I would do this is for one thing, like what most other people do, I'm pretty sure is like try to make a checklist, try to see like, oh, what, what do I need for school? What do I need for college applications? What do I need for scholarship applications? Stuff like that. Some of them do take a long time, but I try to do the ones that are easiest to do first. And then I try to get as much as I could, as much as um, I could like get done in like a certain time. And then usually um, org meetings come at very late or early in the morning times for me. So what I try to do is like, I try to take a nap right before um, those meetings happen so that I won't be too tired and like at least I'll get a bit of rest. Although sometimes I admit that like school isn't hasn't been the best lately, but I still try. And then being in the well being in the in a different time zone kind of gives me an an, an advantage in the sense that well whoever's Whoever probably isn't available at a very late time in the Philippines, I will probably be there if I don't have school. And I just try my best to keep up, even though sometimes it's difficult. Like I try to monitor as much as the the like the progress charts as much as I can. And if, if I have any questions or if there's something that needs to be raised, like I I try to like address it. But so far there hasn't been anything because again like our core members and our, our members in general have been like are so amazing so i'm i'm also very thankful for them so yeah, and um time management for me in terms of the org um i guess i don't know i wouldn't say i'm amazing at it because um of course i i would like to focus on my acads yeah but then i'm the type of person i'm like the opposite of a procrastinator so I do things way earlier. Like um, I do things two weeks before the deadline, and all of those just I just do it in that week. So I'm stressing for that week, even if the deadline's like two weeks or a week away. Yeah, but in term, so I'm not really um um. It's not really difficult for me to manage my time with the org and my ads. But I feel like. I don't really um, worry that much about my um, me having to really um, monitor the org because I trust um, we're three executive directors, you know, and we're the executive directors and we um, we're here in this position because not just because we founded the org, but we trust each other in a way that um, if one of us or two of us aren't there, we trust that the person who is a um, able to attend to that matter can make the right choice and example if we go back to it and we disagree then of course we make a way out of it and mm. not just um um between us three um we of course have the core who we um we trust a lot especially um because in our org us three we try to stay um hands off to the committees even if we really want to um, you know, we really want to point out something. We just, if we have comments, we try to say it to the 
heads of that com because it's their it's their com it's their responsibility but mm-hmm. we only step in when we already have to so um the matter of um trust especially to our core and to our members to make the right decision for the betterment of the org is really um part of managing um the time of everyone and the orgs um how the org is um going um overall so it's like a divide and conquer kind of thing talaga so um all these challenges but why do you keep on trying to make things work out for your org so we try to keep we try to like do our best to make things work out in our org because for one thing we want we all have the same goal we want to create a safe space for everyone especially during this time because i think we can all agree that the pandemic has all hit has hit us all in different ways and um it's important for a me- it's important for us especially as an org that prioritizes mental health is to be there to serve as like a pillar for a lot of people or an anchor and it's also important to educate people about mental health because again mental health is i think it's it's a really important aspect of ourselves that a lot of people tend to overlook or it's it's actually um well it's mental health can be a taboo topic sometimes because it's also more on the complicated side so we try to do our best to be an org that would um inform and educate people on, on what it is in an, in a way that it's easy to understand and in a way that we can also engage people so again they can feel very safe and they can they have a platform or a space where they can just express themselves express their thoughts talk about anything and know that there are people even if they don't know them to like there are people who are out there to support them i think that's great that you guys na even if you're young you already have like this goal set in mind of what you want to do with the org and that um you guys were brave enough to start it like as of now like after everything that's happened <laughs> so um i think this is the most um exciting question at least for me and i hope the audience as well um what should people expect from securus this 2021 Well, um we don't really want to give so much away. But um <laughs> I wanna just focus on since um we don't really have that much activity but we're very active when it comes to mental health days. Mm-hmm. So when there is a mental health day that comes we try to focus on making an event or a pub mat or something just to bring awareness to that. So yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> And also uh sorry I'd also like to add that because we have a Discord server, um it allows for us to go on different voice channels and voice calls. So we were thinking about or sneak peek, we're host we're going to be hosting um we're planning events related to mental health where we can get people to discuss, like have an open space for discussion, kind of like a support group ish. So, yeah, that's all I'm giving <laughs> for now, but <laughs> So watch out. So watch out. Stay <laughs> Keep tuned. <connecting. laughs> All right. Join so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we learned a lot today about Securus, about the founders, um, how it exactly started with just a small group of friends, but who are very passionate about what they believe in, and as well as like even the struggles that they had to go through when it comes to um, recruiting members or managing all the things that they have to. Um, 
all the things that they have to go through just a lot but they still pulled through which is amazing and it's great <laughs> so um before we uh officially end this um are there any like last words from the founders um any things that you want to promote uh yeah so join the discord server because Honestly, we really appreciate hearing from the people who look at our page. Um, another thing about having a Discord server is that we're really uh, involved with the community that we build, and uh, we can take in suggestions for possible pubnats or um, possible projects. And it's really, uh, like you said earlier, right? It's a group effort. So having other people outside of the org who have a different perspective really helps in. making content that actually matters and that is uh helpful in some way so definitely d- d- uh join the discord server um if you just look our page on facebook uh just type in securities you'll probably find it um and uh it's on our website and uh yeah it, it just look for a discord server and uh we're we're ready to see you there okay so So a lot of people are going through uh, mental health issues these days. What would you say is like your message to them right now? What would you want to remind them? Um, you know, obviously it's never easy to go through tough times in given that they are tough times and probably now more than ever we are in the toughest times of our lives. Uh, a lot of stuff is difficult to eat up or we can't see each other as much but um The best thing to do is to find yourself a network of people who will be there, and you know it. It won't be as good as being face to face, sure. But as long as you have people there that you can trust and that you can depend on, then you should place your trust in them, and more importantly, place your trust in yourself that you'll find a way out of wherever you are right now. That's amazing. That's great to hear. And um, reminding them that you know it's um. Even if it's just like simple reminders, I feel like everyone constantly needs to be reminded those things. Then, and everyone needs like um, a shoulder to cry on, or just um, an ear that would listen to them. So, um, thank you so much for <laughs> joining us here. We're very glad to have you, and we learned so much about um, your org and your advocacy and you yourself. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. That's all for the second episode of the Founder Series. Before I end this, allow me to once again thank our partners. Thank you to ASEC and Miriam College, Talang Dalisay, Kabataan sa Kartilya ng Katipunan Region 1, and also Vox Populi. I would also like to extend my deepest gratitude to Archers Network, Tindig Manila Science High School, Move de la Sal Sobel, Rotaract Club of Mega Edsa, Ghana Philippines, the Siliman University Advocacy Committee, and University of Santo Tomas Tiger Radio. We in the Quotation Marks Project appreciate the people behind these organizations a lot. Without them, this podcast series wouldn't have been possible. By the way, tune in every Wednesday and Friday on the Quotation Marks Project's social media accounts to not miss out on any episode of Voicing Quotations, the Founder Series. If you have any suggestions on how we can improve this series or the podcast itself, feel free to send them to the Quotation Marks Project at gmail.com. Until next time.